Right, so in this episode of this poddy, I'm going to talk to you about how powerful hurt is in comparison to depression. I know, great subject. But also, I want to ask you questions, right? So is this you? Because if this is you, then this poddy's right for you, right? So do you struggle to get going in the morning, wake up in the morning, get out of bed in the morning because you are plagued, troubled. There is something from your past that haunts you regularly. Could be every day, could be every other, um, every day, could be every other day, but there is something in your background that still plagues you every day. Is that you? Mm-hmm. Let me just sip my Ovaltine. Get a cup of tea, by the way. Feel free to. Um, so if this is you, it's a difficult one because when something plagues you, it's definitely a sign that you have to deal with it and process it and get rid of it. But that it's it's a bit difficult because I'll tell you why. When something plagues you from your past and something has hurt you so deeply, and normally nine times out of ten it will be because other people did that hurt to you, then you're plagued with it. And then it almost, in a weird way, depends on the same people to heal it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like someone will cause the wound and there's nothing you can do to fix it, but it, you really need them to fix it, you know? So it's it's a terrible thing to, to have hurt from somebody else because you're never going to get that karma in the sense of hardly ever will they come forward to, to fix it. Definitely if they're narcissistic. They don't even think they've done anything wrong, right? But... The other thing I want you to look at is to, is to say, God, do I then label myself as depressed because of it? Do I then tell people I suffer from anxiety and depression because of it? I need you to make a very different, um, um, a, a very distinctive gap between her being hurt and being hurt by somebody else and actual anxiety and depression. Yes, they can bleed into each other and yes, anxiety and depression can be a um it can derive from you know it can be symptomatic of being hurt but it's the hurt that we need to look at all right so labeling yourself as depressed anxious having mental health issues is something that will keep it locked in so i need you to stop doing that all right i need you to use more honest words so if you're just hurt then just say i'm in a state of hurt still i'm in a state of hurt i'd rather you do that than go around saying oh i'm depressed i'm depressed i can't get out of bed thing but really you're ignoring the actual um core of the issue which is your hurt so let's look at why you're hurt hang on right so hurt can take um form in so many different things and I'll be completely open and honest with you as always um I I struggle in the morning because I have something in my background that I still can't fully digest there's um a pattern of behavior and so close to me as well that I can't digest so therefore I struggle in the mornings um I don't struggle as in I can't get out of bed, of course I can get out of bed, but I struggle as in it's the first thought that I have and it lasts for about half an hour. I'm completely functioning. If the uh, postman knocks on the door, I'm obviously really friendly. I can brush my teeth, shower, I can do everything. Like You wouldn't even know on the outside if I'm honest, but inside I wake up with a broken heart, put it that way, and for about 30 minutes, 
it takes a lot of brain power and a lot of rationale to you know get myself out of that so it, it's like am I depressed no am I anxious no I'm just still really hurt so how do you get over it so it's it's an interesting one because can you get over it yes and no you can process it and say well that's because of their personalities or that's because you know of this this and this and you can kind of add logic to it can you get past it yes and and look at you now what an amazing person you have become how beautiful are you now how brave bold beautiful you are you know you are moving forward you are achieving loads of things you've actually managed to put that energy into being successful how incredible is that but does that mean the hurt goes away no it doesn't it still plagues you so what happens is when you start to add layers like oh, I'm depressed I'm anxious when you medicate self-medicate and things like that it's it's making the um the hurt a little bit less accessible because you're dealing with the depression now instead of, sort of, of that. So you're adding distractions um, and layers. So you need to just admit that you're hurt and just go, yeah, that was a horrible thing to do. Your brain is wired to protect you in the future. So this is what I'm saying. Will you recover from the hurt? Probably not on some level. And I tell you why, because your brain, it is important for your brain to remember that so that you never go through that situation again. It's like you see this with people when they got bit by dogs when they were kids. As adults, they are still unsure about dogs because they got bit once and their brain is telling them, don't go near that dog. It has big fucking teeth and it looks hungry and you look like a piece of meat. So your brain will always say, remember that time when, remember these people when, remember that. And I know it feels like it's constantly regurgitating itself. And I know it feels like you're constantly reliving it. But actually, your brain is doing you a service. And your brain is saying, I'm telling you this every day so that you don't, you know, you don't fall in the trap of contacting these people and you don't fall in the contact of uh, the, the trap of going back to this person. So this is why when you've been in a toxic relationship for a couple of years and you feel like you've wasted a lot of time and it's a head and heart situation. This is why when that relationship was up and down and dramatic, you would have loved them because of the drama and they would have sucked you in and manipulated you. But now it's over, your brain is so hurt and your heart is hurt, but your brain is telling you not to go back to that person, don't give in, don't, you know, um, pull back on what you think. Um, I mean, I had a similar situation with the stalker. My heart was saying, God, he's an old man. Just leave him, drop the charges. But because my brain knows how my heart works, my brain every day was like, no, keep going. No, he was hurtful. No, he terrorized you for 10 years. No, he doesn't give a shit. So your brain will keep reliving the hurt until your brain knows that you're not going to go back there or knows when the threat is over you know so my hurt isn't from that I mean it was I mean I have quite a lot of hurt actually but I have a hurt from a while ago and the threat of that person finding me and contacting me and pulling me in and manipulating me is still 
a possibility. So what my brain does is every morning goes, remember that terrible time, blah, 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 because my brain knows at the back of my mind that that person could influence and manipulate people around me and get to me again, right? Or pull me into that bullshit. So my brain does its job. And this is why when you're hurt and you can't get out of bed and you you can't get over something is because your brain is doing you a fucking job, you know? So say if you had a really bad relationship, right? Every day you just can't get over. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that happened. But your friends are still contacting that person or you have, I mean, they shouldn't be friends, see a by, definitely if it was really bad. But do you see what I mean? If the threat of that person was still able to kind of penetrate your life in some ways, your brain will constantly keep dragging that up for you to protect you. So it's a protective mechanism. So feeling hurt actually is a good thing. I know it, I know that sounds bizarre, but once I figured this out, because every day it was like carrying fucking boulders of rock in my heart space, I was like, I can't even breathe. Like, I can't even breathe for the amount of hurt that I am feeling. Like this is terrible I can't even talk about it you know like it's bizarre but then I when I realized that because the threat is still there of these people just still being able to destroy me in some way then my brain will constantly keep reliving the hurt to remind me not to go back because my brain knows my heart is soft as shit in the same way that's why really nice people and really soft people hurt the most is because their brain is reliving the hurt for them because they know that these, this person has compassion, they have empathy, they have weaker boundaries, or they love people a bit more than everybody else. So your brain is consistently trying to protect you. It, it's absolutely bizarre. Hang on. This is why... Uh, mm, love a bit of Ovaltine at 11am. Um... This is why when, you know, I meet people who have been victims of something, they're never, they they say to me quite regularly, I'm never going to be happy until that person is dead. And I'm like, fucking severe. But I see what they mean on a cellular level, that threat is constantly there. Or, you know, that some kind of threat is constantly there so the only time they get to rest is when that person and the only time they get closure is when that person is gone you know so it's a really interesting one but it's because your brain is doing you a favor you know and when your brain overthinks and gets hurt and especially like you see the same parallel in grief when you're grieving for someone it's a different dialogue of course and a different narrative but ultimately your brain is trying to protect you again because it's bringing awareness to the sadness in your heart. So when you grieve for someone and every day you miss them and miss them and miss them and you can't move on, your brain is saying, you know, we, we need to get past this. We need to do this today. We need to do this today. You know, because it's trying to help you to get out of bed. It's trying to help you to kind of move forward a little bit. So I know that it feels like your brain is against you, but it's really not. You know, this is why your brain, I mean, I laugh because your brain is, gets such bad reputation, but actually it's an amazing thing because when your brain gives you lots of panic about going into work the next day, it's because your brain wants you to quit. Your brain knows way more than you do. It picks up the micro movements. It knows that your boss is stabbing you in the back before you do. You know, it knows everything. So trust it. 
you know so when your brain gives you lots of anxiety just be like what is it giving me anxiety about you know so really dig into it because I know anxiety I've seen anxiety around people who um, have never had love in their life and then someone comes along and they are a light they are light energy and they can offer love and they can get very panicked around this person because it would trigger them so you have to really unpick the reasons why your brain is doing this and sooner or later that person who is scared of the person who represents love is because they got hurt by someone that they should have loved so you see it a lot with abuse from childhood because they're authoritarians they're not authoritarian sorry they're Um, authoritative figures let them down and cause them pain um, they will find it difficult to have relationships because those people that they're meant to be leaning on last time it happened you know it created a lot of pain so your brain is always trying to help you so next time you wake up and you're like I can't get over this I can't get over this ask your brain like why are you not letting me get over it is it because you're trying to protect me and remind me not to fall into that trap again Or is it because you want me to really kind of dig deep here and get a grief counsellor and sit down and try and strategize a way of moving forward? You know, or is it because you want me to leave my job and you know something before I do? Your, Your brain and the emotions that it causes you, it's like turning on an engine. You know, the emotions are the engine, the power, the fuel. It's like, ah, I feel like shit, I'm leaving. You know, it creates a movement. Whereas your brain is the engine, you know, like turns it on and then you get this gush, you know. So never feel bad about yourself. Like never feel like you're worthless. You can feel like that. Mm. Especially if you're saying to yourself every day, oh, I've got anxiety and depression. Oh, I've got depression. Never self-medicate. Never. I'm a big believer in this, you know, like move away from all this medicine your symptoms are guiding you on what needs help you um, where you need help if you keep giving yourself these labels you're just going to get worse and worse and worse you know you see it all the time with like uh, placebos you know and, and wrong diagnoses someone will tell someone that they didn't you know they've got this and then they end up getting it you know so you see it all the time so never never self-medicate never self-diagnose or anything like that you've just gone through an incredibly difficult time your brain is trying to help you and guide you in some weird way and you're not listening okay and you're not listening because you're so confused and you don't know why you don't even know you had to listen but you do okay so look listen to me you are an amazing incredible person what you have achieved And what you are capable of is extraordinary. So get back into the driving seat. Understand your brain is not against you. It's with you. Get a nice relationship with it. Tell it off. Say, no, you don't get to talk right now. You wouldn't believe every time I put my fucking head on that pillow, my brain wants a conversation. And I realized, do you know why it wants a conversation? It's because I don't listen to it throughout the day. I'm busy, 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 busy all the time. And then at night, my brain goes, well, um, hello, so it's me and you now then. Uh, Yeah, so I want to talk about everything that I picked up today. And you're thinking, well, I don't want to go fucking sleep, you know? So this is why I implemented the cup of tea throughout the day and to deregulate your nervous system. Every day without fail, all distractions go off. Don't even look at my phone. I have a cup of tea. I look out the window, the little squirrels and shit. And I let my brain tell me what it's picking up and what's going on. 
it's like it's like an intelligence system that feeds back to the captain basically that's what's going on and if you keep ignoring this stuff you're heading for an almighty crash okay so you have to sit there and listen and then at night you would have processed enough for you to put your head on that pillow and then poof you've gone but to live from end to end of distraction and busy and always on your phone or always on the phone, 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 all the fucking time, then at night, guess what? Brain wants attention. Because the brain is trying to protect you. It wants to tell you what's going on. It wants to tell you about something it picked up in a meeting that you did not. It wants to tell you about vibes that it picked up from your boss that you did not. And it wants to pick, tell you about an opportunity that it sees coming that you've got to act in a certain way to get it. So it's brilliant. It's an it's a it's like a radar, you know? It's a bullshit radar, it's an attraction radar, it's an opportunity radar. So take some fucking time out and listen to it for God's sake, you know? But stop giving yourself a hard time. Believe me, there's billions of people out there who will do it for you. So don't give yourself a hard time. You have to be your own cheerleader and you have to have your back more than anyone has your back. And you have to trust yourself, love yourself, like yourself. And if anyone even compromises that, see, yeah, they're in the bin or the trash, depending where you listen to this. But it's like, fuck off, you know? So look, I love you very much, right? You are in control all the time. You've just got to rejig your priorities, all right? Love you loads, as always. Come here for a cuddle. You're doing really well.